Do you sometimes struggle with your partner's parents or if you're married, your parents-in-law? Today, we're going to be talking about what to do when you have challenges with your parents-in-law or your partner's, uh, partner's parents. If you'd like to find out more about how to improve your relationships, head over to therelationshipmaze.com where we have lots of free information and also our online course, The Relationship Maze. And press subscribe right now. Welcome to today's podcast and today we're talking about your partner's parents or in-laws and what to do if you have challenges with them or if you, you find them difficult to get on with. Yeah, that's a very common presentation. So it could be uh, either that you dislike uh, intensely or just mildly dislike your partner's parents. It might be that you feel that uh, your partner's parents don't like you and therefore there is a sense of discomfort every time you meet up. It might be that you feel your partner's parents are too actively involved in your partner's life and into in your relationship ultimately. So there are all sorts of dimensions to this. Um, and this often presents in couples' relationships this involvement by other people, particularly the parents. Because obviously next uh, to you, uh, these people, your partner's parents, are likely to be, well, uh, the closest people in, in their relationship, obviously, apart from children that you might have in common. They are they are, have an influence on your partner's life. They are important people who you cannot simply ignore. No, and I suppose there's two different dynamics here because sometimes you may not like your partner's parents and they may not particularly like them either, in which mm. case it's probably easier to deal with because mm -hmm. you can talk about, you know, some of these things in, mm -hmm. in a different way. But... When your partner feels totally, you know, when your partner is very connected with their parents and you struggle with them, I think that can be more difficult because it feels like you're going against this this other party, like that, you know, there's there's a lot of them against you. Mm. Yes, and it's very it happens a lot. So it's really it's problematic because you might feel that your partner sees too much of uh, the you know of their parents or that they are too involved, that they are too judgmental, for example that they're not being kind to you or their partner. So that can be very difficult as well, that you, you observe your partner's parents being quite manipulative or not very kind to your partner, and that might be hurtful to you. So there are all sorts of difficulties. The difficulty, of course, is that this is not just any other person here. This is, you know, your your partner's mom, your partner's dad. and And what do they do with this? How do you talk about this? Um, I think it is important that you do talk about it. I think it's okay for you to also, first of all, put it on the table and say, look, I'm having a real difficulty here in your relationship with your parents. I feel it impacts uh, on our relationship, for example. Yeah, so having open communication, actually just discussing that in the first place is really important. And that can be tricky because mm. you may be aware it's a very sensitive issue. And how do you bring this up in the first place? It might you might feel that you're having a dig at your your partner's parents and or dig at your partner. You know, you might be worried about what happens if you say this and your partner gets angry with you. Mm -hmm. So I think again, it's it's how you bring this up and being very clear that you know that you're having a struggle and you're looking for a way to solve it. It's mm -hmm. not that you're trying to kind of ban them outright. It's it's trying to find a way forwards. Mm -hmm. So finding finding an open way that you can communicate that with your partner and hopefully in your relationship, 
um, you know, if there's going to be space for looking at finding that solution, because, you know, if your partner's struggling with something, then you'd want to help them, you know, and same mm. way, hopefully, if you're struggling with something, your partner would want to help you. And I think being open to different possibilities is key, too. So, you know, it can't, obviously, it can't be, you know, you saying, you know, we're never going to see your parents again. It has to be looking for some sort of solution, some way of moving forwards. And that's more easily said than done. Um, so this is a very common uh, dispute in many couple relationships, the relationship with the parents. I mean, you have to also remember that um, your partner's parents were there way before you were, you ever arrived on the scene. So, you know, they've they brought up your partner. They were, you know, they were the most influential people in your partner's life. So you can't just kind of do away with them like some some people would like to. Some people really find uh, the partner's parents completely troublesome and don't want them in their life. So you can't do away with them. You're somehow stuck with, not just, you know, somehow stuck with your parents' partners, whether you like it or not. But I think the question is how you relate to that or what you do with that. Because it puts, um, if you are if you are the partner who's in the middle here, if you are at, if you are in a relationship where, your partner doesn't like your parents, your, peasant pa your parents don't like your partner, you're in a really uh, difficult situation, aren't you? You're kind of trapped here in the middle and how do you navigate around that? So there's, there, there are various dimensions. There's something here to, uh, there's a dimension of how you look at it from the perspective of the person in the relationship who doesn't, uh, who isn't very keen on the partner's parents. And of course, there's the other side uh, of the, of this uh, um situation which is if you are the partner whose uh, parents or partner don't get along so these are the two these are the two difficulties and and they need to be kind of brought together this is what the communication needs to be about so you might have very different needs here and different considerations and when you said about you know the most influential pe people on that you know your partner's life before mm. i think mm. yeah, that's important to remember that's not necessarily a good thing no Which sure influence it could be quite a negative sure influence. i mean you know many people have had a childhood where they've been sure. emotionally abused or even mm. physically abused and mm. still feel that sort of need that they have to please their parents mm. so you know it's, it's being aware that you know when we're talking about influence it's just in terms of may have had a they've had a huge impact in our lives Some of that may be how we label positive, some we might label negative. And it's just being aware that, you know, mm. the, the both has considerations. And I think, you know, it's taking into account who really has the problem here. Mm. Where is the problem coming from? Because is it coming from the behaviours of your parents-in-law or your mm. partner's parents? And, and I think that's important to identify because, you know, this can very much be the case. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you know, sometimes... I turn off a telly in the morning and there's a show everyone loves Raymond and you know, in that the parents are always just walking into the house uninvited or they're just there and 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 I think you know crossing those sort of boundaries is of, of course really problematic mm -hmm. you know you can't just have people just turning up at any time that they feel like it which you know I know some people's parents who do and you know I think you know making sure that there are boundaries in place is very important. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, of course, the partner's parents could be really troublesome and you might observe that. And of course, you have a different relationship with these people. So you and you have a different uh, stance as an observer 
watching the interaction between your partner and his or her parents, uh, which gives you different vantage points. Um, that's true. Um, and your partner might not even realize necessarily that uh, the parents are, you know, are actually being quite problematic in many shapes or forms. Or they might well realize it, but they might not have the capacity to step out of this relationship, to free themselves or step away a little bit more, to um, to remove themselves a little bit more from the grasp of the controlling parents, for example. So there are lots of, it's not necessarily easy, and it might well be your partner's task to work at that, to look at the you know the the relationship uh, patterns that they have with their parents and whether these are healthy um but how you as the partner interact with that and how you interfere with that that's going to be crucial as well just telling your partner oh your parents are awful and you shouldn't see so much of them isn't going to be helpful is it um so it's it's the 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 discussion then is also around how can you possibly facilitate that how can you help that how can you uh, sense, you know, sensitively point out to your partner that some of the interactions that you witness um, are quite troublesome to you and don't seem to be very healthy for your partner? Um, and the next question, of course, is also then how do you step into this equation, or what do you, what's your relationship going to look like with the partner's parents if you don't? if you don't like them particularly. I think it is okay also for you to say, look, um, I don't really want to spend that much time with your parents. I don't appreciate some of the ways that they interact with you. I find them quite uh, challenging, quite problematic. We get into a dynamic that, that I don't experience as very healthy. So I think there's also something about your own boundaries as the partner in this setup, how you want to manage that what you what you're willing to what kind of interactions do you want to have with your partner's parents absolutely so it's you know it's finding your own boundaries it's that you don't have to always go and see them if you know if when your partner does i mean mm. and it's about having that agreement in place if mm. you find it troubling then that's something that needs to be talked about because mm. that's the other side as well when the problem with mm. your partner's parents comes from you in terms of as things you mm. don't like about them. Mm -hmm. you know, maybe you have different beliefs. It could mm -hmm. be different sort of religious beliefs. It could be different beliefs about mm -hmm. you know, ways to raise children, political beliefs, anything at mm -hmm. all. But mm -hmm. it could be mm -hmm. specific things that you don't like about them. Mm -hmm. And that's very different from sort of seeing that the interaction with you know, the, you, your partner's parents and your partner you feel is upsetting so that's a different sort of situation mm -hmm. so it's stepping back and identifying where is this where is this coming from trying to be objective and step back and look at it from a distance mm. you know and and you know that, that that's important then you know it's like we can't like everybody you know you might love your partner but you might not like their parents mm. you know and also does your partner identify that there may be a problem with their parents you know because that's another thing like you said angler that mm. you know your partner you might be upset by some of the interactions you know maybe that your partner is too but they don't know how to express it so mm. if that's the case then that's going to be very different in some ways you know you can you can find an easier way forwards but if if your partner doesn't see any issue mm. then you can feel very isolated you can feel like how come they don't see that when it seems so clear so obvious mm. it can maybe make you feel quite isolated and quite alone in dealing with this because, you know, you don't understand how they can't see it. 
Yeah, and we've looked at it very much uh, until now from the perspective of the partner who has issues with the parents-in-law or the partner's parents. Um, it might also be helpful to kind of step into the shoes here of the partner who's kind of in the middle, so to speak, who is conflicted um, in terms of wanting to have a relationship with their parents and also wanting to have a relationship with a partner who doesn't like the parents or doesn't approve of the parents. Or indeed, the partner who has parents who don't approve of their partner. So whichever, whatever the setup here is, just being in the middle, isn't it? It's being constantly being torn by these two... Uh, by this tug of war between the two uh, two other parties in the relationship, the parents and the partner, it's really it's really really challenging. Can be incredibly difficult. Can be extremely exhausting. How do I manage this? I want to please my partner. I want to please my parents. Um, but if I please one side or the other, then I'm going to be in conflict. <laughs> How do you resolve this? This is very tricky, isn't it? So I think there's also something here around. For this person, if you are the one who's in the middle, um, the Malcolm in the middle, what do you, how do you position yourself? Also, how do you set boundaries? Because the boundary setting then also needs to happen at your end, so to speak. You might have to set some boundaries for your partner. You might have to set some boundaries for your parents or both of them to protect yourself in this scenario. Yeah, and I think it's very important. That you you can't make your partner like your parents. I mean, no. you, you don't choose your parents, but you do choose your partner. And I think that's an important thing as well. Is mm -hmm. we you know we we find somebody that we love, or mm -hmm. we find somebody that we we like. And when we get into that partnership, that's very much like our choice. Mm -hmm. But you're born to people that you don't choose, mm -hmm. and. You know, sometimes, you know, I've worked with a lot of people that don't particularly like their parents, but they love them. And mm. um, But there's that neat sense that of duty in terms of mm. seeing them where Absolutely. they don't even want to. Yeah. Um, when a partner doesn't, like, well, first of all, you know, maybe keeping that separate to some extent is the right choice. Mm. Because, you know, like I said, that, that partnership, that relationship is, is something that you've chosen. It's something... That can be separate as well. It doesn't have to be entangled with the parents. I, I completely agree um, because it. Uh, I think there is often this assumption that because you love your partner, you will also love or be loved by the partner's family. And, and that's not a given at all. Uh, very often, on the contrary, there are lots of co there's a competition going on. There's competition going on to, in terms of who loves the other person, who loves you more. Is it the partner? Is it the parents? So they might get into this competition. Um, I would say more often than not, uh, the dynamics in this kind of setup are, are problematic and challenging. And you have to find some common uh, way forward here, which might be that um, almost like these, that these two groups of people need to be separated out rather than brought together. So don't have this expectation that there's always harmony in that relationship um more often than not there isn't yes and i mean i remember in, in my 20s that uh my mother was so disapproving of pretty much any relationship that you know i wouldn't tell her about a relationship i just mm -hmm. avoid i wouldn't tell her about those things i want i'd want it to be separate because i knew that um she'd want to be so judging that it could ruin any potential relationship so there are some some things to consider mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, there there is work to be there is work re to be required. I think I, there's also some work required 
that if you are entering a relationship with someone, I think you need to have some understanding and respect for your partner's parents and that relationship, however difficult and challenging it might be. I think to some extent, I think it's important to respect that, that this is an important relationship. But how far you want to take it, that's a whole other question. And that's also a discussion for you and your partner. What do we do here? How do we manage this? Um, and where, you know, if you find, for example, that your partner is too over-involved with their parents, that's something that I hear quite a lot as well. They're not separated enough from their parents. They're not really focusing enough on the relationship. They're constantly hanging out with the parents. The parents are so over-involved in, in, in our relationship. Uh, well, then there is something, of course, to, to discuss uh, and to bring up. Uh, and the only way to do that, of course, is to, you know, to, is to have these conversations. It might not be easily resolvable, but it needs to be, your partner needs to be aware of it. Conversely, I think also what we haven't looked at yet is the third uh, dimension of that, which is the, the role of the, the parents and uh, what happens if they don't like you. Um, you know, what happens if you're not liked as the partner? What happens if, you know, if they constantly complain to you about their partner? If you're in this kind of situation, what do you do with that? And that can be really challenging. And mm -hmm. I think I think in that case as well, as the person, so as the partner whose parents are complaining about your partner, mm -hmm. it's all getting confusing. Yeah, sorry. Yes. Where we are. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, from that perspective, I think that's something that, um, if they're your parents complaining about your partner constantly, mm. my feeling is that that's something that needs to be brought up with the parents and putting boundaries mm. in place. Mm. Because, you know, it's not OK for mm. your parents to belittle your partner. And this can also move into sort of abusiveness. I agree. Uh, and, you know, as somebody who's chosen to be with this person, to some extent, you may also need to protect them from some of this sort of vengefulness from mm. the parents. And mm. I think I think as as the person who's the child, it's we, we may have to do that. Mm. Even though it's a struggle, even though we're kind of, you know, it feels like very difficult to step in there. Mm. Um, because you've introduced these people into your partner's life as well. You know, they didn't choose your parents, you didn't choose your parents, but they didn't mm. choose them even more so. <laughs> so it's sort of, you know, and sometimes it can be very difficult. And, you know, mm. say, for example, um, that your parents are emotionally abusive towards your partner, mm. like they belittle them, they undermine them. They're constantly saying, well, you know, you're not, you know, you're not nearly as nice as um, Johnny's last girlfriend or, you know, <laughs> or, you know, well, why mm. don't, you know, have you considered getting a proper job or whatever <laughs> it happens to be? If it's constantly remarks like that. Yeah. What do you do? Um, mm. You know, because as the partner that's getting these remarks, you obviously it's very difficult to feel you're upsetting your partner's parents. And when do you start getting, you know, this can have a really negative emotional impact on you. Mm. So I think, you know, from that extent, from my perspective, that discussion is very important to have very early on. And I think if it's your parents doing the belittling to your partner, mm. I think, it's, a, it's really important to take some responsibility for that. Yeah, absolutely. It's almost like sort of like what's the contract here on all sides? And the contract has got to be that everyone deals with each other as, res you know, respectfully as possible. And if that gets crossed, that boundary, then it needs to be challenged. I agree. Um, so, you know, that's a conversation then to be had with the parents about, you know, if you if you behave like that, well, I'm sorry, then, you know, we will have less contact here. 
you know, I'll make sure that there's less contact with my partner because I don't want them to be exposed to this abuse or this putting down, this belittling. Um, so they're, they're, it's all about rules, isn't it? It's all about rules, boundaries. It's all about um, agreements on all sides about how you manage these interactions, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And I think, you know, I was just thinking sort of you know, in, in sort of wedding vows, whether or not you believe in marriage or not. So it's sort of, you know, there's some sort of vows around, do you vow to take this person as your lawfully wedded whoever it is? Mm. There's no vows there saying, do you take this person's <laughs> parent to be your <laughs> Absolutely. lawfully wedded whatever? Mm. So it's like you're taking, you know, there's that commitment to the partner. So I suppose it's sort of, you know, they come along. They come along as part of a package, but mm. Um, mm. you know, often unintentionally. So it, it is a challenge. Um, but they're exactly. But yeah, exactly. The the bedroom can be very can get very crowded very soon with all sorts of families. <laughs> well, <laughs> metaphorically, uh, there can be all sorts of people in your bed, all sorts of family members stepping in and interfering and having some sort of. I mean, because it's not just about the parents; it could be about siblings that you know that you have a troublesome relationship with. Um, you know, the, you're you're so right. I mean, when you get into a long term relationship with someone, when you marry someone you also automatically might take on a whole other clan that comes with that person. Uh, and how these relationships get managed um, is really um, crucial. Can really, you know, can really be very undermining, but it can also be lovely, of course. It could, be, it could go either way. Yeah. It can, of course, be incredibly enriching as well that you, you know, that two families come together and, and they get on well and there is a, a lot of uh, positive uh, the the positive interactions happening as well, so it doesn't always have to be negative, as we. Yeah. So a few things to think about, maybe to improve your relationship or deal with these things better, and we've talked about some of these already. Is mm. I think first of all is communicating openly with your partner, so making sure that essentially you're able to sit down and talk, you're able to listen, mm. you're able to kind of take take your partner's perspective and kind of explore that. Mm. And when you're talking about this, avoiding blaming, mm -hmm. blaming the other person, saying how you're feeling. And also then hopefully coming up together with some boundaries that maybe you can put in place. Mm -hmm. You know, whether those boundaries are, you know, that when the parent's coming over, there needs to be some agreed time or, you know, it can't be just every day. You know, there has to be certain times. I mean, these mm -hmm. things, these things are all practical and they're kind of when the boundaries are clear, people will have that respect for them, hopefully. Yeah, so I think there's something around expectations here. What are your expectations? Um, do you expect your parents to come over, as you say, like every day, every other day, twice a week, three times a week? Do you kind of spend a lot of time with your parents? Um, or, you know, do you have an... And if that's problematic for your partner, then there needs to be some agreement here about what's what's actually acceptable. Because that might be too much for your partner to constantly have your parents staying in your in your shared space yeah so that there's there but i would say that the expectations are they need to be clarified because they're often implicit lots of couples think they know what's okay and what's not okay they think they have an idea about this but they haven't actually clarified it with their partner sat down and had a discussion about it yeah and then setting expectations as well in terms of what's realistic mm -hmm. so not expecting that suddenly you're you're going to 
have your mother or father-in-law become a different person. Mm-hmm. You know, these are unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. They've been that way for longer than, <laughs> mm-hmm. longer than your partner's been their way. So, it, and I think it's, it's also exploring ways to maybe have compassion for them and being curious about what goes on behind their actions. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they've been parents to your partner for a long time in the mm-hmm. past. Mm-hmm. Maybe this protective element mm-hmm. is not saying that you, then you allow it, but it's having some understanding of what might be going on for them. Mm. And then setting those expectations because they're not going to change. No. What you can't expect, well, they might do, but you can't expect that, or you can't make them change. We well, can change behaviours, maybe yeah. with boundaries. Yes. But they're not going to change as people. They're no. still going to have those sort of Absolutely. same feelings be the way they are. Mm. Uh, but we can change some of the expectations that we have for them. Like, you know, if, if it could also be the other side that, you know, maybe you feel their parents should visit them, them you know, their child more or should do more for them. Mm-hmm. And thinking, well, that's your expectation. Mm. But, you know, they've got a different they've got a different set of expectations. They're not going to change. You know, your expectations come from your past. Mm. Theirs come from their past. Absolutely. They're different. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're, you know, you can't expect the same parenting that you had. From your parents, from your partner's parents. Yeah. It might coincide, but it might be completely different. Yes. Yeah. And th- there needs to be some respect for that, even e- even though you might find it quite difficult and you might completely disagree. This is what your partner grew up with. This is what they're used to. And you can have a conversation about You can raise it as an area of concern, but you can't expect that your partner changes their relationship miraculously overnight because of your ideas about what... Uh, a child-parent relationship should look like. Yes, and I think the last point I wanted to make with this is practice self-care. So it's really important <coughs> that you, know, you look after yourself, that some of these interactions can be very stressful. Mm. Um, and even if you've reduced some of them, or even if you're not involved in all of them, there's still going to be stresses. Mm. So it's important to practice self-care. So make sure you look after yourself. Do what you can to avoid getting too drawn in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, knowing that that's that is your partner's relationship with their parents. Do you really need to let that affect you as fully as as fully as it has been? Mm-hmm. Easy said, easier said than done. But it's like how you step back from that. You know, maybe practicing sort of things, whether it's like meditation, journaling, mm-hmm. having even having your own therapy. You know, maybe mm-hmm. part of that process. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, and clarify with your partner what the bottom line is, I think. What is the bottom line for you here? How much would you, what are your expectations really of your partner? How much time do you want them to spend with you? When do you feel your partner is not available enough for you because they're spending too much time with their parents? That needs to be clarified. Um but not in an aggressive way, of course, or in a demanding way, but as an area of concern um because you feel it impacts negatively on your relationship. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we round off today. Uh, so please tune in again next time. Press subscribe right now and head over to therelationshipmaze.com for more information about how you can improve your relationship. And thanks for listening. Take care.